1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue
0: bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Four, now, three, here's your host, two, Bill Michaels
2: it's a Thursday welcome Bill Michaels show is on the air I'm Bill Michaels Radio Joe off. you got uh, Sam Schmitz uh, at the board today. Evan Heffelfinger still behind the glass. And we are glad you are with us on this uh, black kind of day <laughs> throughout the state. And uh, no matter where it is, you're listening. And hopefully you're listening to the south uh, of us on the Radio.com app, way south where it's a lot warmer and you're getting record highs right now. We uh, We envy you. I guess is the best way to put it. In the meantime, the Green Bay Packers, they continue to get ready for the Houston Texans coming up this Sunday. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good buddy Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette here. You can find him at Wood over there on Twitter. Ryan, how you doing?
1: Doing great, Bill. How's it going?
2: I'm doing well. So all the talk is about Antonio Brown possibly coming back and the fact that the Seattle Seahawks, have a sincere, at least reported interest in him. They're a five-and-zero team that is trying to hedge their bets. And and the talk this morning that I've been discussing is you basically, as a Green Bay Packers organization, you started the clock on a three-year process to get Jordan Love up to snuff. And don't you then feel that there's a necessity to push your chips to the middle of the table and kind of go for it while you have Aaron Rodgers uh, and still playing at a high level? do you feel that the Packers should be out there looking either for a wide receiver, a linebacker, and or both right now?
1: Sure. I don't think it should be Antonio Brown. I mean, if it's not going to work in new England, where's it going to work? First of all, and this is a team where I mean, you've seen historically the less is more mentality. And, and and this is a team that's just not going to be welcome to the distraction. So can Antonio Brown ball? Absolutely. He's a tremendous talent. There's uh, nobody doubts that he's a hall of fame type talent, but there's a reason why very solid locker rooms around the NFL have not been able to make it work with this guy. And I just don't see the Packers acquiring or, or, or being, being benef- benefiting
2: from, from taking on that type of uh, a case. I'm not advocating for Antonio Brown. Cause I, I tend to agree with you, but There's rumors out there that now Julio Jones is talking about getting out of of Atlanta, and maybe you might be able to find another wide receiver or two in a trade, and that's one of the things that I think, you know, look, I would love to see the Green Bay Packers or hear the Green Bay Packers name attached to something like that, saying, hey, yeah, we're trying to get better. And um, to the eyeball test, I mean, I, I don't care how much they sit inside the walls of 1265 and say, we're good, and we believe in the guys we have, and that's great. But to the eyeball test, to you, me, and everybody else on the outside looking in, I, I think you're sitting with the same question marks that we had at the beginning of the draft, and that was wide receiver and linebacker. Those two, those two places. Now you p- tried to pick up Funches, yes, but right now you're sitting there going, "Okay, if we are indeed a team that is going to be twelve and four or thirteen and three, don't you push your chips to the middle of the table to say we need that one or two guys that are just going to kind of make us make us that much better?"
1: See that I I certainly agree with you on that, Bill. It's And it's a new day here in Green Bay, right? This GM, if there's a good deal to be made out there on the open market, you feel relatively confident that Brian Gudikins is going to go out and be aggressive and make the deal he needs to make. Uh, Whereas in the past with Ted Thompson, he did not feel that way at all. So it's different. With that said, it's got to be the right deal. And going back to the spring, Brian Gudikins has been nothing but consistent with how he feels about this receiving core, believing that there's a lot of talent that's untapped potential that that can be reached with from within and, and that that kind of improvement can be internal. And I mean, think what you want of it, but they've been consistent with their message on that. So I I don't think that they're going to necessarily stretch to make a move that isn't there. Um, I don't think that they really need to stretch to make a move that isn't there, but if there's a move that can make this, this team better by all means, that I don't think they'll hesitate to do it. I, I think that's the approach this front office has taken really since Brian Gudekins took over the football operations and receiver, even even when the offense was, was dominating through the first four games, I, I think anyone that watched those first four games could see that there's still a lack of juice at the receiving core. There's still a talent discrepancy, especially behind Devontae Adams. This offense is built on its backfield. It's built on the run game. It doesn't really have the explosives on the perimeter of the field. And so if they can add that, by all means, I think that they jump in, especially if it's a good locker room fit. But those guys what, are hard to get, and and, that, and that's that's the difficulty in inquiring those guys,
2: especially the good locker room fits. What I said at the beginning of the season was, I believe, especially after the first couple of games, that I believe this team can score points. But if this team gets down by double digits or more and needs to come back, they have one half of football to play to come back to get two, three scores, do they have the horses to do it? It's great to have a ball control, dink and dunk, be able to get downfield and then eventually take a couple of shots type of offense when you have the lead. But it's playing from behind that concerns me. And that came to pass. We saw that against Tampa Bay. They didn't have a lot of uh a wherewithal to be able to do that. And, and you, you know, people say, well, you didn't have Tyler Irvin. Is your, is your offense predicated upon Tyler Irvin? I mean, come on. You need another guy alongside Devontae Adams that's going to be consistent and also going to draw looks so you're not putting – Double teams on Devontae, stack in the box to stop Aaron Jones, and let everybody else try to beat you. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think Matt Lafleur was even surprised at how much drop off there was at schematically, not having Tyler Irvin on the field. I mean, they they tried to replicate the same things by having Aaron Jones do a lot of those jet motion stuff and and having him share the field with Jamal Williams as more of the true tra- traditional running back, and it it just didn't look the same. Um, so yeah, I there, there's no question that. At some point, they're going to run up against a defense that can load the box, can get, can get after the quarterback with four, maybe five, and can roll coverages to Devontae Adams. I and mean, that's basically what the Bucs did, right? At some point, again, that's going to happen. They have to have a better answer for that when it does.
2: So let's talk a little bit more about uh, David at the offensive line. That's another area of concern right now. And he didn't really say much uh, the other day when he was on the local station out of Milwaukee. He just said uh, he sore and didn't say anything really after that. My guess is not practicing. We probably won't see him this week. Uh, so, therefore, how does that line start to shake up?
1: Well, the, David Bakhtiari is the one guy not named Aaron Rodgers that this team could not afford to lose and it's very simple why they, they don't have a backup they don't have a backup for David Bocciari they don't have another left tackle on this on this roster and Rick Wagner showed that pretty quickly right I mean he's he's played fine at right tackle when he's played this season but he's not a left tackle Billy Turner has played a little bit of left tackle in his career always struggled on the left side He, he he's a right side guy so you know it's just it's it's one of those weeks where you don't really have a true left tackle if David Bocciari doesn't go and it's it's one of those weeks you 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 really would prefer not to have someone like jj watt on the other side of the line of scrimmage because someone like jj watt can he he can take advantage of that so um it's going to be really interesting to see how they line up uh this it's certainly not a a a good position for this offensive line to be in with that said this is a medical staff and it's a head coach that have really taken the, the big picture approach to injuries with everybody and I would expect that if David Bakhtiari, if there's any question about his health here in week six, they're going to be thinking more about week 16,
2: week 17 and the playoffs. Uh, talking with, by the way, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Now you start to go down that list, uh, you know, Jair Alexander, no problem. He's still listed on the injury report with that hand and the knee. Uh, but then you start to look at Kevin King. He was back. He was limited. Do you think he's more likely to play this coming weekend?
1: Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see today when when, when they're in pads um, inside the Don Hudson Center what what Kevin King is able to do. Um, certainly the fact that he was back at practice and he, he had the, the weekend off this past weekend, it, it, it certainly would, would lend itself to having a higher percent chance of, of him returning. It's just, it's so hard to say right now being on a Thursday what, what, what his real chances are. What we know, it's Same for David Bakhtiari. What we know is that they're not going to risk anything. Um, This is a team that wants its players to be fresh and healthy for December, so they're not going to risk anything in October.
2: Preston Smith, there's been a lot of talk about him. He's got a shoulder injury. He was limited this week or limited yesterday. But is the questions warranted in the way they're using him? Do you feel that he is just – I don't want to say there's a regression there or – you know, but there is, statistically, there's a regression there. Do you feel that right now the, the eyeballs watching Preston Smith more closely right now are warranted?
1: I think there's no question there's a regression there. He had twelve sacks last year and he's got a half sack through five games. Early in the season he he was he was dropping a little bit more, but, but Preston Smith when I, I asked him about this last week and and he was he took accountability. He said against Atlanta, against New Orleans he didn't really drop all that much more. It, it was very similar last year. He had a lot of pass rush opportunities, and the bottom line is that Preston Smith isn't getting home. And if you look at Preston Smith historically throughout his career, it ebbs and flows. I mean, he's got that eight-sack season, four sacks, eight-and-a-half, four. It, it goes up and down, and, and, and that's kind of what we've seen here through two seasons or one season and five games with Preston Smith, 12 sacks last year, a half-sack, This year, and it's it's just a big difference. It it can't be any more simple though. He's he's not getting home. He's he's had the opportunities. He's not getting home on the pass rush, and, and if you're the Packers, you expect that that changes sooner than later.
2: How is the uh, the defensive front? I know Tyler Lancaster with the shoulder not practicing. Um, I, I still think they have a little bit of depth there. It's not outstanding depth. But give me your thoughts on the defensive front right now. Because when you look at it as a whole, it's got to be a unit that's get, getting pre- – and, and now you've got a very, very mobile quarterback in Deshaun Watson coming up. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a unit that not only has to cut off cutback lanes but has to get pressure and has to collapse a pocket.
1: Yeah, you know uh... – it wasn't a great setting for Kenny Clark to return after missing a month and all of a sudden you have 90 degree temperature in Southwest Florida. So it'll be interesting this week, um, you know, when, when Kenny Clark is not playing 41 snaps for the first time in a month in that kind of heat, how much better the the, the defensive line looks on the indoor track in Houston. Um, with that said, I, there, there's some guys behind him that, that have shown some potential. Montrevis Adams has had, a couple decent moments. Uh, Kingsley Kiki obviously has had some, some decent moments. Um, nobody though, that, has that really stepped up and grabbed that, that secondary interior pass rusher role that the Packers have been lacking for a while now. Um, and, and so I think that the search is still on for that consistent guy, but there's no question that, that getting, getting Kenny Clark back is a huge help for that.
2: Ryan, good stuff as always. And uh, we'll touch base later in the week. Okay.
1: All right. Take care, Bill. Appreciate
2: it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. That is uh, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They're going to treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. And if you're looking for a good team or a new team, you want to learn a new trade, when I'm talking about driving, that is, they're looking for good people right now. And in the market in which we live where your jobs are, you know, kind of coming and going, uh, that's a terrific company to go to work for. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. When we come back, tight end of the Green Bay Packers, Mercedes Lewis, you're going to hear his comments. Coming up next on the Bill Michaels Show.
0: 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. welcome back
2: hey our friends at epoxy flooring done right reminding you that if you are looking to beautify your home your business say like a showroom or maybe your industrial they got you covered and they warranty it for life polyurea coatings and uh, epoxy floor coatings different colors different finishes smooth as glass or a little bit rough uh, whatever it happens to be, uh, they can get you done. Sean and the gang are fantastic, and like I said, they warranty it for life. Best part about it is they're so busy and they're doing such good work that uh, they need some help as well. So if you're looking for a job and uh, you you wanna wanna start with a company that uh, is getting it done right now, and they have uh, orders coming out the wazoo, and you're gonna have job for a while, that's our uh, good friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Get a hold of them, and uh, whether it's to you know get your house done, your business done, or your industrial done, or maybe, maybe just maybe get yourself a job. There you go. That's our friends from epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Mercedes Lewis talks about uh, his motto for NFL players this year.
3: The road to success is always under construction. You're always building brick by brick every day, earning it. That's it.
2: That's his motto. He also talks about how head coach Matt LaFleur approaches the players, uh, you know, good or bad or what have you, uh, to express opinions and such during the season.
3: Uh, I think his approach is kind of like, you know, how how I go about my daily life. Um, I try to stay even keel, uh, not just, you know, on the field but off the field, never getting too high or too low and, you know, keeping my flow and staying in my zone. Um And and that's the way LaFleur handles this business, which I respect. Um, You know, I had another coach before and Gus Bradley, uh, part of the Pete Carroll tree. Uh, That was the same way about it. Uh, At the end of the day, we're grown men. We don't go out there to lose a game. Um, You know, obviously, we didn't have our best showing uh, Sunday. But, you know, with the experience that I have and being in this thing for 15 years now, you know, if you – are blessed enough to play in this league uh, for a long time, you know, it's, it'll, it'll happen again, you know, and our job is to continue to work hard and uh, do our job well so that it doesn't happen like that again. But I uh, definitely respect how LaFleur goes about his business.
2: So when he talks about, you know, how you go about your business preparing and such uh, the question, because it was brought up via Aaron Rodgers, it was brought up via the head coach, Matt LaFleur, the question becomes, what were practices like last week heading into that Buccaneers game?
3: You can't necessarily pinpoint it. It's, it's too far gone now. We're already in this week preparing for Houston. But what I will say is that look, in life, it's not like for me personally, it's not about wins and losses for me. It's about did I give my personal best? Okay. If I gave my personal best, that's always going to be enough. That's victory to me. So losses or defeats, rather. If you, if if you take a defeat, you can be a man about that and live with that. But if you didn't go out there and give your personal best and take a defeat, can't sleep at night or live with that. So it's about, like I said before, giving our personal best every single day and whatever it is that we're doing. Those other teams are trying to win the championship too. The margin for error is super small in this league, right? You guys know that. And so you know, it's about everybody paying great attention to detail and doing exactly what it is that uh, we're being coached to do, uh, you know, in order to win these games on Sunday. Uh, it's hard to win in this league. And I've learned that firsthand. <laughs> so, uh, like I said before, you know, our attitude and our morale is up. That locker room is, you know, you know, as vi- vi- vibrational as it can be. And... uh You know, we we got started off on the right foot today. Going to continue the preparation um, and lead us right into Sunday. So,
2: Mercedes, and I like that, by the way, when you talk about, you know, your personal best every day. I mean, wasn't that kind of like uh, down the same path as Lombardi where you strive for perfection and and if you strive for perfection every day, uh, you'll catch excellence? And isn't that kind of that, that, that same theme? where if you play actually your personal best and do everything you you could possibly do correctly, then you should be able to win a lot of ballgames if everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction. He also was asked about his friendship and how he became really good friends with uh, the quarterback Aaron Rodgers.
3: I think uh, it's just the way our genuine appreciation for people, uh, for one. And normally if you meet somebody that has, you know, respect and a genuine appreciation for somebody that's doing it the right way and not necessarily rah-rah guys, but really good players that lead by example. Um, you know, it really wasn't hard. And I think that's what kind of like drew us, uh, together in that same way. And, uh, every day, just try to push each other, uh, mentally, uh, to be better than we were the day before. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I think the world of them, I think, you know, arguably, um, the best to ever play the game. And, uh, you know, I want to see him continue to win, and I want to be there to help him win, you know, another championship. I mean, I think that's, you know, on the agenda for everyone. Uh, It's a blessing to still be here and uh, being able to play a game that I love at a high level and, you know, being able to pair up with somebody like that to help lead a group of men.
2: And then he was asked if he was surprised at all because the tight end position obviously – is looked at as being relatively deep. You're waiting for the emergence of Jay Sternberger. But the emergence has been more so of Robert Tanyan, so he was asked if he was surprised at uh, Tanyan and the successes he's had.
3: No, I mean, it's definitely not a surprise. Uh, And more so in the classroom, uh, in the building, is where he's made his biggest strides. He's he's always been athletic and catch the rock, Um, good straight ahead speed, athletic, you know, those things he already brought to the table, but it's about, you know, how how good of a student can you be? Can you ask the right questions? And he's doing that. And I think that's speeding up his process to being a really good player in this league. That way, when he's on the field, everything is slowing down and uh, you could definitely tell that it's starting to slow down for him. Um, you know, and I'm just excited for him and I'm excited for his maturation and me to be here, you know, for whatever he needs, I think you know obviously it's my 15 year i was there once you know what i mean so it's it's definitely a blessing to see the younger guys come up and then you know ha, you know and for me have a little bit uh, a little bit to do with it as far as how he approaches the game and how well he prepares so uh definitely proud of him from that standpoint but he he, he knows already from the conversation that we have he hasn't arrived uh this league is very unforgiving and it's not about what you did yesterday so um definitely working to get better every day um, you know I always talk about you know living your life like you're in a one-day contract so that you know whatever it is that you're doing in that given day if you're not giving your your personal best then you can't renew your contract for the next day and that's how we go about our business in the tight end room and you know that's how I try to lead by example and you know we're just trying to get better and um, you know keep this thing going in the right direction.
2: There you go. That was Mercedes Lewis talking to the media yesterday. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll come back. We'll take a, a quick break. But when we come back, Jerry Denardo, college football analyst for the Big Ten Network, going to talk with him about finally, finally, the start of the Big Ten Big Ten season is going to get underway tomorrow night as the Badgers open up against Illinois, and then we'll talk about all the other things regarding The Big Ten, we'll talk about Ohio State, we'll talk about Michigan, we'll talk about Nebraska, kind of talk a little bit more about Minnesota, so all that stuff coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the Biofuels Association. And I get it all the time, whenever I go to fill up, uh, I always get somebody that happens to walk by the pump and they kind of look, you know, uh, yep, using the unleaded 88. I can uh, can use the unleaded 88, and uh, I put it in my vehicle, and you can too. And uh, and, and it kind of completes the circle of life, if you will. Uh, According to the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, 14.3 million acres of farmland in Wisconsin, just Wisconsin alone. That's not the entire upper Midwest. And October, as you've seen out there, Harvest Month, right? Uh, More so early October, but there's still a few fields that are out there doing it. And basically, they're taking the corn, they're sending it off, uh, and the truck drivers are sending it off to the refineries. The refineries are turning it into ethanol. Ethanol, then part of your gasoline, okay? So that being said, if you can get unleaded 88, if you've got a car newer than 2001, you can probably run an unleaded 88 through it. If you've got the flex fuel badging, on the back of your car, that green stuff, or on your gas cap, or it says E85, you can run E85. And basically what that's doing is is not only, uh, you know, keeping the environment a little bit cleaner and saving you a little bit of pain at the pump, but it also keeps the money right here in our own backyard and helps the farmers, the truck drivers, the refinery workers. It does. And I always get people that say, well, it's bad for your engine. Nay, nay. If you really want the facts and you really want to know the facts, Go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. I've been running this stuff in my vehicles now for the last five years. No problems. Not one problem. So to say that it's terrible or it's bad, no, no. Go to abetterfuel.org and get all the information. And don't miss this chance, really, to be an advocate for the farmers and the workers and such. Again, go to abetterfuel.org. Jerry DiNardo of the Big Ten Network, coming up next to The Bill Michael Show.
0: Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
2: Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michaels Show continues on, and we are glad you are with us. Thanks uh, for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at the New Mail Medical Center. New Mail. Don't uh, – I was over there yesterday, as a matter of fact. I stopped by. I was over uh, near Mayfair Mall and uh, stopped into Mayfair, and I was uh, grabbing a couple of things there, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go over and see the guys and see how they're doing, and uh, – they're doing well. Look, during the pandemic and during this quarantine and when people are figuring out other things to do, there's a lot of people going in and saying that their health and well-being is uh, is important. And when you're talking about gaining some weight, you want to shed some pounds, or maybe some of the indoor things that uh, you would like to be doing aren't necessarily going the way you would like them to go, if you get my drift or maybe you are just looking for more energy, better mental clarity, better mood, because right now this can get you down as well, and you just want to feel up and vibrant and lively. Um, you can do that simply by going over to the New Mel Medical Center. And they've got all kinds of things. I was over there talking yesterday. They've got different things for for nutrients, different things for vitamins, and just so many health and wellness things that they're doing. And all you got to do is call them. They have one number for all, all their locations, 414 four five five four four five one that's four one four four five five four four five one again four one four four five five four four five one efforting jerry dinardo the big ten network we hope to talk to him coming up here momentarily and uh the uh, badgers get underway tomorrow night going to be taking on illinois and uh, illinois remember they they kind of you know handed it to the badgers and it was, uh, was not one of the Badgers' high moments, we'll say. Um, it kind of just knocked the wind out of their sails completely. And uh, while you want to see the Badgers do well, you want to see the Badgers do well in the West, uh, destroy the West, and then get to the game with the Big Ten king, and that has been Ohio State, and then be able to knock them off. That's That's the goal. And now they start up tomorrow night. 7 o'clock Central time. The number 14, which is just a weird thing going on right now because of the ranking systems. Um, Number 14 Wisconsin Badgers hosting Illinois tomorrow night, Camp Randall, and it looks to be a miserable night. But, but, uh, I cannot wait for college football. I can't wait for the Badgers to play. Got a full slate of all kinds of good games coming up. Uh, on Saturdays, matter of fact, Nebraska is on the road taking on Ohio State, Kansas, Kansas State. Uh, you've got Alabama and Tennessee, Notre Dame and Pittsburgh, uh, a bunch of good games. Don't forget Penn State, who is number eight in the country, taking on Indiana, and then you've got number eighteen Michigan on the road taking on uh, number twenty-one Minnesota. So, and then you got a good uh, ACC battle, Virginia and Miami. Uh, number nine, Cincinnati. I boy, that came out of nowhere, taking on number, number sixteen SMU, and uh, so a lot of good games on the docket this weekend. Really good games. But Friday night, the big one, the standalone game, is going to be Illinois on the road taking on Wisconsin. Graham Mertz is getting his opportunity. He's going to be the guy that's going to be uh, taking the helm, and uh, it's it's I I just can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, By the way, some breaking news in the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Uh, Danelle Hunter is uh, from the Minnesota Vikings having season-ending surgery to clean up a herniated disc. A herniated disc. So Danelle Hunter, uh, part of that defensive front for the Minnesota Vikings, not going to be able to return this season, is now down as they clean up a herniated disc. It's, quote, clean up a herniated disc being reported by Ian Rappaport. So, uh, Danelle Hunter down for the remainder of the season. And uh, also, by the way, uh, all the breaking news in the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, brought to you by our good friends over there at Pennzoil, made with natural gas, and the proof is in the Pennzoil. Got an email here, and this is from uh, Petco Bob, and he says, Uh, love the Badger talk yesterday. Is Graham Mertz, do you think, the real deal arm-wise? Um yeah, I I mean just uh, if you've been reading like I've been reading and hearing and discussing uh, physically, yes. He's the dude. He's an incredibly talented quarterback and he is a prototypical quarterback. Um now it's just a whether it's a it's a question of getting into a rhythm reading defenses and and learning the offense and knowing and understanding the offense and how it operates. You know, I've always said, look, some of the quarterbacks that you can draft and or you can recruit some of these guys really really talented but being a quarterback whether it's in college or in the NFL is what's going to get you home is in the ears it's all between the ears so as long as he can pick it up yeah you would assume because the guy's got all the talent in the world you know his accuracy even going back to high school was was uncanny and the fact that he could just you could just say go and he could get it to you. It didn't matter how far down the field he had the wing, and he could do that as well. So, that you know, if they have the receivers to be able to get open downfield, they should have a pretty interesting vertical game as well. 855-830-8648. Uh, again, 855-830-8648. Uh, this was from Erica. Excited for Badger football tomorrow night, listening to you down here in Tallahassee, Florida, on the radio.com app. Uh, go Badgers, just wanted to say hi, everybody, back in Wisconsin. That's Eric. Erica, appreciate it. Ryan writes in the Wendy's, Wendy's email inbox as well, says, I'm excited to see what Jim Leonard can do with his defense. How long do you think it is that Jim, before Jim Leonard gets a head coaching gig? I don't know. And, and I look, I've, I've talked to Jim Leonard, uh, you know, throughout his career from the time he was at, you know, uh, over there at Wisconsin to the time he went pro to the time he came back. Probably, I can count on my hand, maybe ten times, five times. So, I don't know Jim Leonard that well. The people around him I've talked to, he's pretty happy just being at Wisconsin. So, I don't know if he has aspirations to go further. You know, if, if, if put it this way, if he does, you know, look, everybody's got a price. Maybe somebody comes and blows him away and he's, he's like, look, I, I got to take this opportunity. Okay. But I, I get the sense that he played at Wisconsin. Went off and had a tremendous pro career, has made his money, he's content, he feels really good about the, the living situation he's in, uh, loves Madison, and it would take a, a monumental crowbar to get him out of Madison. That's from what I hear. Now, maybe we get him on the program and just say, hey, give us your thoughts. All right, you know? At, at, would there be anything that you could say would, would blow you up and get you out of here that would unlock your grip on Wisconsin? But from what I hear, I I don't, I don't think so. Uh, 855-830-8648. Uh, Brian writes in the Winnie's email inbox, he says, I would love to see Brian Gutekinds just go for it, pick up a guy like Julio Jones, add that to the arsenal, and I think we would be a Super Bowl-bound team. We are one to two players away from being good to great, do you think? I don't know about great. Great maybe in today's league? Because tell me the dominant team in today's league. I mean, even undefeated, I think the Tennessee Titans can have flaws. Even undefeated, I think that the Seattle Seahawks have flaws. Probably the most complete team, and I've said this before, is the one that nobody talks about, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really like the Pittsburgh Steelers. um, And just because they're a very deep team on both sides of the football. They can run it. They can throw it. Their defense is stout. They play in a, a decent division, although I don't give the Cleveland Browns the, the same level of credibility. How can the Browns be 4-2 and, and yet have a negative 24 in point differential? You know what I mean? You're only four points better than the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 1-4. The Steelers are sitting at plus 62 right now. Plus 62. You know where that puts them in the National Football League? Number one number one in the National Football League, plus 62. They have yet to give up 100 points yet this season, total. They've given up 96. So I I don't uh, – let me give you an example in, in, in direct contrast. The Dallas Cowboys lead their division with a negative 45 point differential. And they've given up 218 points so far this season. 218 points so far this season. That's the most. Nobody else has even given up 200. That's how bad the Cowboys defense is. They stink. Absolutely stink. Uh, But appreciate the email. Thanks so much. Uh, 855-830-8648 let's do this we'll step away we'll come back we'll talk a little bit about what happened last evening there was some excitement some fireworks last night this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip Quick Trip reminds you that uh, they got some they got some Little old ladies that are making great meals out there in Lacrosse. I'm kidding. They're not little old ladies. They got great staff though. But it's like mom would make. They got these meals. They package them up. They put them on the truck. They send them out that very day. They're in the in the not in the freezers, but in the coolers. Okay. Open up the cooler. You grab one or two or three or five for the family. Take them home. Heat and eat. Good to go. Just like mom would make. That is our friends at Quick Trip. Between the unbelievably good chicken and all the different hot meals that they have right there inside Quick Trip. To all your, you know, daily needs—milk, eggs, butter, fruits, vegetables, bananas, whatever it happens to be—they got it all. That's our friends at Quick Trip, and don't forget, use your Quick Rewards card. Quick Trip. What's for dinner? They got you covered. More of the Bill Michaels show coming up next.
0: Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. A green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers
1: getting ready for another road trip, this time to Houston to face the Texans. Green Bay coming off that loss to Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers added Andamica Sue to their defensive line in the offseason. Sue has been a longtime nemesis of the Packers, dating back to his days with Detroit, left tackle David Bakhtiari was asked, what is it about Sue that rubs players the wrong way? Um, I'd say more of his actions. I mean, he has done what he's done, and uh, he's done dirty things, and he's gotten fined for that to significant amounts, I believe to six figures worth, and that kind of just talks about, you know, who he is. And Domica Sue was seen trash talking to Aaron Rodgers during Sunday's game, who spoke about it on the Pat McAfee show.
2: Basically, he said, don't be scared. And I said something back to him. And then and then I said something to the effect of, y- you and I need to have a conversation or something. And then he said something like, all right, see you after the game. And I said, all right. But the tone and the inference, quite tell teleph- if I was thinking, realistically thought I was saying, hey, let's uh, let's throw down.
1: That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
2: Good stuff from our buddy Mike Clements. Good stuff. Hey, coming up immediately following Green Bay and Houston this weekend, it is the Green and Gold postgame show. Yours truly, Gary Ellerson, the former Packer and Badger running back. We got you covered. Analysis, questions, taking your phone calls, your reaction, tweets, emails. So, no matter where you're at, you can get a hold of us on the radio.com app. Go to the radio.com app, download it, and all you, it's really simple. And then all you do is you can either search my name, you can search uh, from 1250 AM, the fan out of Milwaukee. That's the flagship station. You can always get us there. So, uh, we encourage you uh, download the radio.com app or just take a listen to us on any one of these, these uh, network stations. We, uh, I just appreciate you being here. Uh, so last night, the rays they got on the board early and ended up getting the win uh 6 to 4 and uh, it was you know two runs in the fourth two runs in the fifth and uh that uh that uh, that two run homer so they ended up uh oh there you go so sorry some sound kicked on back here uh but they ended up getting the win last night they even the series up at a game apiece. tonight they are off Tonight they are off. No World Series tonight. It comes back on Friday night now. I'll be flipping back and forth between the World Series and the Badger game, that's for sure. So we got a lot of sports going on. But uh nevertheless, um with Lowe hitting that uh, that that his second home run or two home runs I should say uh last night having a big night last night. And the first one and he hit that uh he hit that shot, that solo shot uh that got everybody going gonsole and ended up giving that out giving that up and then uh with one out in the fifth inning off of May and hit that two-run shot. That kind of put it put it out of reach, so to speak. It just seemed to – the Dodgers, while they scraped and clawed and tried to come back into that ball game, and they put up that run in the eighth, and it, you kind of felt maybe they had a little bit of momentum, but uh, Castillo just came in and just kind of shut them down. There was really no shot. So uh, six runs, ten hits, no errors for the Rays, four runs, five hits, and an error for the Dodgers and this thing is now uh, off tonight and back at it again on game three again on uh, Friday and they got Friday Saturday and Sunday and then if necessary they're off on Monday they're back at it on Tuesday and then on Wednesday where the series would culminate it was interesting last night the commissioner was on I think it was ESPN and he said yeah we're set to go seven and maybe they hope for that for the ratings or such uh, but I found it interesting that I raised an eyebrow. I said, I think you just look forward to the World Series, but to say you're set to go seven, is there something here we should know about? You know what I mean? After all the things that we went through as fans, between the discussions of whether they go 80 games, 60 games, 100 games, 40 games, and then he came out and said, well, we never had any intent of going more than 60 anyway. And then we all looked at each other going, well, what the hell they put us through this for? So Rob Manfred sitting there with that smile you can almost see like a yellow tail feather hanging out of his out of his mouth like he's the cat that ate the canary. I don't know why, it just just bugs me. Uh but that's uh, that being said. So uh baseball coming up tomorrow night. No baseball tonight. Got some college football tonight. I think it's like Appalachian State or somebody uh it is as a matter of fact Appalachian State and Arkansas State if I remember correctly they're coming up this evening so at least you got some college football to pay pay attention to and tonight you've got the Bill Michaels huddle coming up tonight with yours truly Kevin Holden from CBS 58 and Christina Tussaud from the same we'll be bringing you all the analysis and getting you ready for the Green Bay Packers and the Houston Texans coming up this weekend so that's coming up tonight as well uh my apologies uh we did not hear back from Jerry DiNardo he uh he, uh, he must have got busy. So hopefully we get Jerry on here real soon to talk a little bit more about the Big Ten. And uh, maybe the Times got screwed up. We'll continue to effort him throughout the day. But are you already accepting? Are you already accepting by many of the emails that are coming in? And after listening to Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette, are you looking and accepting for the fact that the Packers, yeah, they're probably not going to do anything here before the trade deadline? Also, don't forget, bottom of the next hour, it's time for fantasy football. Kate Majuk from BallBlastFootball.com and Rotoworld.com. Go to the hashtag on Twitter, AskKate. We'll try to get your fantasy football questions in. We'll light the lines coming up here a little bit later on as well. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up right after this.
0: You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.